All right, well, if you will take a copy of God's Word and turn to Psalm chapter 27. Psalm chapter 27. If you're using the Pew Bible, you'll find that on page 583. 583. We're looking at Psalm 27 because 27.1 is the theme verse for our uh, vacation Bible school this week. And kids, we're going to be working on memorizing it. And adults, this is a good one to memorize too. So let's, uh, let's stand for the reading of God's Word from Psalm 27. I'll tell you what, we're going to do verse 1 differently. Let's all read it aloud together in the ESV, so either in front of you or up on the screen. You ready? The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? All right, verse 2 continues. When evildoers assail me to eat up my flesh, my adversaries and foes, it is they who stumble and fall. Though an army encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war rise against me, yet I will be confident. One thing have I asked of the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in His temple. For he will hide me in his shelter in the day of trouble. He will conceal me under the cover of his tent. He will lift me high upon a rock. And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me. And I will offer in his tent sacrifices with shouts of joy. I will sing and make melody to the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry aloud, be gracious to me and answer me. You have said, seek my face. My heart says to you, your face, Lord, do I seek. Hide not your face from me. Turn not your servant away in anger, O you who have been my help. Cast me not off. Forsake me not, O God of my salvation. For my father and my mother have forsaken me, but the Lord will take me in. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me on a level path because of my enemies. Give me not up to the will of my adversaries, for false witnesses have risen against me, and they breathe out violence." I believe that I shall look upon the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's pray. Uh, Father, I pray now that as we look at your word from Psalm 27, that you would send forth your spirit, work in our hearts, uh, help us to understand, change our lives. We pray these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Please be seated. Well, kids, I'm going to be talking to y'all a lot, and uh, you can decide if you're still a kid or not. So adults, you might want to listen in as well. Did you know, kids, that um, it's not just kids who get afraid, that adults do too? Um, we might get afraid of different things than, than children do, uh, but sometimes we have more fear the older we get because of new responsibilities we have. Things like paying, a, paying bills and working a job or, or raising children. Right? A, a lot of times adults have just as many fears as you do and sometimes more. I'll be the first to tell you kids that, that I've always struggled with fear. And, and there were seasons of my life, there were times in my life that fear really, really gripped me and in many ways ruled my heart. And... Uh, I'm thankful I'm past that part, but I still get afraid. Do you get afraid, kids? 
I know you do, because everybody does. But one of the things we learn from our text today is we, we actually don't have to be afraid. And I need to be reminded of this just as much as I want to remind you. We don't always have to be scared. See, if we're Christians, then God is on our side, and therefore we have nothing to be afraid of. As we look at um, this passage over the next few nights, one of the things we're going to learn is that God is powerful. In fact, there's nothing that God cannot do that He desires to do. He is all-powerful. It's not that He has a lot of power. It's that He has all power, and there's no limit. There's no end of His power. We're also going to learn that God is with us. He is with us every day, and He is with us wherever we go. Even those places that really scare you. Uh, You can't go somewhere that God is not already there. He's already there. And if you're a Christian, then you especially have God with you because the Holy Spirit lives inside your heart. And you can never leave Him, and He will never leave you. Um, You know, King David wrote a bunch of songs. That's what the Psalms are. They were meant to be sung. Uh, And one of the songs is Psalm 27, which is what we're talking about today. And and, and in this passage, we're going to talk about a lot of the reasons why we don't have to be afraid all the time. Uh, And and I need this reminder. Well, in verses 1 through 3, we're told that we don't have to be afraid. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? There are three things here that uh, David tells us about God and His relationship to us, about why we don't have to be afraid. And the first is that He is light. Uh, Do y'all remember last Sunday? Did y'all notice anything about the lights in the sanctuary? Kids, was it last Sunday? Yeah, what was different? Do you remember? Yeah, two of the lights were out. And and when I was back here uh, looking at y'all, that whole part was just dark over there. There was a difference between being in that section and being everyone out, everywhere else, because we had light that was shining down uh, on these other parts, but, but not on y'all back there. Now, thankfully, praise God for deacons. Thank you so much for fixing them. Now, the Bible here tells us that the Lord God is our light. Now, what does that mean? Well, light is used in a lot of different ways in the Bible, but here it's talking about that God is our joy and our happiness, our significance, it's, it's what, uh, and even about eternal life. You know, a lot of times people are afraid of the dark. You don't have to raise your hand if you're afraid of the dark, because I know you are. We're all afraid of the dark on some level. Because when, uh, uh, when we're in the dark, we can't see what's around us. And our hearts and our minds start playing tricks on us. Uh, hey kids, where, uh, where are the light switches for the sanctuary? Do you remember? Do you all know? Yeah, all the way in the back. Okay, uh, where are the doors getting to my office? There. Okay, when it's really dark and I have to turn off the lights in the sanctuary and then go to my office, how fast do you think I go from there to there? Every time I say, I'm not going to run, I'm not going to run, I'm not going to run, but I usually do run, uh, or at least walk really fast. Uh, the dark can just be kind of scary. Now, sometimes life feels that way. Sometimes life feels dark and scary. Um, you know, when things are dark, you can't see around you. It's hard to know which way to go. 
And certainly when those things are true, it's hard to be joyful. But here, King David tells us that the Lord is our light. When we go through the dark and scary and lonely places in life, which we do a lot of times, we don't have to be afraid because the Lord is our light. He is the one who will show us the way. He is the one who will teach us what to do. And He is the one uh, who will give us even joy and strength in those uh, times. Now, there's some more Bible verses that talk about light, and some of them are in the New Testament. John 8, 12 says, Jesus says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And then also in John 1, we read, In Him, in Christ, was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. You know, there's another scary and dark place, and it's our hearts. Before we're Christians, our hearts, we were talking about it in um, Bo and Sean's Sunday School class this morning, about our hard hearts. Uh, Our hearts are dark and scary before Jesus comes into our hearts, and He brings light into our hearts as we trust in Him for salvation. And if God is able to do this big thing to deliver us out of darkness and and our sin, uh, then He can, if He can do that, then He can handle the things that we're going to face every day. He's able to do that. Well, the second thing is that David says the Lord is our salvation. Now, now here in this context, what he's talking about is that David uh, was saved by God from, from bad guys, from his enemies who were trying to kill him. Now, lots of people tried to kill David. Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots. Uh, His family tried to kill him. Uh, And then there was this king who was before David. Does anybody remember who that was? Saul. That's right. It was Saul. King Saul tried to kill David before he was even king. I mean, people really tried to kill David a lot. And God saved him every time from even the people who were closest to him killing him. Now, hopefully, kids, you don't have people trying to run around and kill you. I really hope that's true of you. But this Bible verse does apply to us in other ways. Uh, It talks about the idea here is that God would save our very souls. You know, we're born in this world with those hard and dark hearts. uh, But God is able to save us from ourselves and from hell. He is the one who saves us. How? By Jesus. By Jesus, who is the light of the world. That He would come into this world... And He would die for you and for me. That if we trust in Him, if we repent of our sins and ask God to forgive us, uh, that we can become Christians and He will save us and we will have eternal life and live with Him forever in heaven. The third thing He says here is that He is the stronghold of life, of His life. Kids, you know what a castle is? What's a castle? What's a castle? Is it made out of straw or stone? Stone, right? Because straw is no good uh, against the big bad wolf or against real enemies, uh, is it? Stone is necessary. Castles are big stone structures with a big moat around it to keep the bad guys out. It's where you go when you need help and you need protection. And God had protected David all those times away from his enemies. And guess what? God protects us too. You know, a lot of the times when we are afraid of things... One of the great things to pray about is that God, 
you would protect me from that. You know, what if you're afraid of bullies at school? Or what if you're afraid of getting up in front of people? That was kind of scary, wasn't it? God, help me and protect me from the things that scare me. Uh, And He will. He promises to go before you and to help you. Sometimes these threats that we need protecting from are outside, like right, the bad guys, like with David. Uh, there were bad guys coming for him. But this Bible verse actually tells us there were other things going on too. Uh, in verse 10, we read that his father and mother were against him. That's kind of scary. And then in verse 12, we read that people inside Israel were lying about him. Uh, saying that he had done a bunch of bad things that he hadn't actually done. Sometimes the things that make us scared are, are obvious, like the dark. But sometimes they're not. Sometimes the things that make us afraid are our feelings. Or, or things at home. Or maybe your grades. Or your friends. Or school. Things you have to deal with every day. You know, God is able to help us not just with the big things that scare us, but also with the little things that scare us too. He he is our light. He is our salvation. He's our castle. He's our stronghold, the stronghold of our lives. Okay, so because He's our light, He's our salvation, and the stronghold of our lives, we don't have to be afraid. Um, Let me ask you something. Kids, uh, are you afraid of a single black ant? You know what I'm talking about? A black ant. You know, they don't bite you. The red ones will bite you. The, red, the black ones, they, they don't bother you. What if there was a single black ant all the way down on the ground, and it looked up and you said, I'm going to get you. Would you be afraid of that? What would you do to that ant? You'd squish it, right? You'd take care of that. That'd be a dead ant. That would be a dead ant. You wouldn't have to worry about it. Now, here's the thing. Um, we get scared because we think things are really big. They're big and they're threatening to us. And sometimes they can be. But just like we're bigger than that little ant, think about all our problems. Even our biggest problems are like that itty little bitty ant to God. There's nothing that he can't take care of. There's no fear that he can't get you through. In fact, Psalm 118 says, The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? If you're a Christian, there's no problem that God can't help you through. That doesn't mean it's not going to be hard. It might be hard. And sometimes it's scary to deal with the things that scare us. But God will help you. He will help you. I remember when I was five. Who's five here? Anybody five? We got a, we got a five-year-old. All right, got a five. Uh, now, when I was five... Uh, there was this really long and dark and scary uh, hall at my house. And y'all, the, it, it, was, it was, I mean, it had to have been from here to the back of the sanctuary. And there was this really big closet that you had to walk by. And I had to go by this thing every time I went to my bedroom. And I would get in trouble all the time because my parents would, go, would tell me to go back to my bedroom and get something. And I wouldn't do it. Because there was that long, dark, and scary hall. Now, we moved out of that house when I was five. I returned to that house when I was in high school uh, for a visit. And do you know how long that hall was? It was about from here to there. 
And there is this really big light shining right in the hall. It was not dark. And that closet wasn't nearly as scary as I originally thought it was. What happened? Well, my perspective had changed. Now, now here's the thing. Sometimes life can seem like that long, dark, scary hall. But what's long, dark, and scary for us is not for God. And He is on your side. And though we get scared, God is never scared. And He is powerful, and He will help you. Even it's going to take a long time. God will help you. Okay, so now that we're never going to be afraid again, right? Is everybody done with being afraid? Yes, probably not, right? Because I know these things in my head, but sometimes my heart still gets scared. I get scared of people dealing with conflict. I get scared of all sorts of things. I wish fear was just from childhood or just in childhood. It is not. What do we do when we get afraid? Well, the Bible says a lot lot about fear, actually. Um, But let me highlight a few things from our text. Look at verse 4. One thing have I asked of the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in His temple. You know, it's interesting that David would ask for one thing, and for the one thing not to be for God to fix whatever he is afraid of. Isn't that amazing? Instead, the thing he asks for is that he would fellowship with God, with God's people. One of the things that happens with fear is that it takes us away from other people. Fear is an isolating thing. And when we get afraid, we generally don't want to be with other people. But David here, the Word of God, God Himself, is saying, look, it is a good thing to desire God's people in public worship when we're in the depths of fear. It's good to know that we can come to church when we don't have it all together. We don't have a, a, a scanner uh, when you come in the back double doors to see if you've got it all together or not. Uh, it, it would go off every time for everybody, by the way. We all have problems. We all have fears. We all have things that scare us, that keep us up at night. We all have baggage. And God says in the midst of all those things, it is really important that we continue coming to church, that we worship the Lord with God's people. See, back in David's day, uh, they had what was called the tabernacle. The temple hadn't been built yet. The tabernacle was a tent, and it was God's special dwelling uh, on earth. And people would go and go be around this tent, and they would worship the Lord. And that's what David wanted. Well, part of worshiping with God's people is seeking the Lord. Uh, verse 8 says, For you have said, Seek my face. My heart says to you, Your face, Lord, do I seek. Now, this isn't talking about uh, looking for an actual face of God. That's not what it's talking about. It's talking about seeking the Lord. You know, sometimes when we're afraid, we can get so focused on the thing that we're afraid of that we forget the Lord, who is really our only hope when we're dealing with fear. But here we have a reminder that when we're afraid, we're supposed to seek after God. How do we do that? How How do we seek after God in our fears? Well, at the very least, it means crying out to Him in prayer. It means talking to God. You know, kids, our prayers, uh, I hope you grow in prayer, but your prayers never have to be fancy. They never have to use the right words. Uh, They just have to be you talking to God from your heart. 
One of the very first prayers we taught Thomas when he was a kid was, Lord, help me. Lord, help me. And, that's, and sometimes when we're afraid, that's all that we can kind of get out because we're so gripped by fear. But, but what a prayer. Lord, help me. I'm seeking you, Lord, in the midst of my fear. Will you please help me? Um, that's what it means to, to look for help. Well, we're to look to Jesus. Uh, we're to worship with God's people. And then we're supposed to pray, asking specifically that God would help us. We see this in verses 11 through 12. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me on a level path because of my enemies. Give me not up to the will of my adversaries, for false witnesses have risen against me, and they breathe out violence. You know, sometimes when we're afraid, we don't even know what to do. Have your adults you ever been there? When you're so afraid, you don't even know what to do. And part of the fear is that uncertainty of not knowing what the next step is. But kids and adults, the Bible says here, uh, teach me your way, O Lord. Help me to know what to do. Um, You know, one of the the best things we can pray is is just to confess to the Lord, I don't know what to do, and I need help. Just know what the next step is. Uh, David uh, prays that God would protect him from his enemies. Um, God is a, a good and great God, and he loves you. And he doesn't want you to live in that fear. Um, let, me, let me ask adults, uh, are you living in a season of fear? Is that, is that the first emotion that comes to you when you wake up? Most have been, of us have been there at some point. Um, and you know, I just want to tell you that God doesn't want you to stay there. Uh, he doesn't want you to stay in that season of, of gripping fear. Because one of the things that fear does is it feeds shame. Uh, Because then you start feeling shame about being fearful. Uh, And and then it just becomes a a cycle. And you begin to cut ruts in your heart and in your mind that are hard to get out of. Fear and shame rob us of creativity. And creativity is, and I'm not talking just like making things. I'm talking about having fun with life. Uh, I'm talking about being in a healthy place with your spouse and your children. Uh, I'm talking about living not in bondage. Uh, God doesn't want you to live in bondage. For freedom, Christ has set you free. Therefore, do not resubmit yourself to a yoke of slavery. Now, that text is talking about legalism, but it it also applies to all all of the Christian life. Uh, The truth will set you free. You know, God desires us to have life and and to have abundant life. And sometimes fear can be something that so controls our lives that we don't have space for anything else. And if you find find yourself in that place, come talk to me. I'm 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 your friend in this, believe me. I've been through this season many times in my life. I'd like to help you. Um, Part of dealing with fear and shame is just talking about it. God does not want you to stay there. He has sent His Son that you would live in freedom. Well, finally, we get to verse 14. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. I think think one thing we've lost in this culture is um, that we really are called to be brave, to be courageous. You know, I think so often we play the victim card a little too much uh, that... Um, yes, life is hard, 
And many of you have been dealt a hard deck. Uh, And many of you are facing very difficult things. Rely on the Lord and be courageous. Be brave. Now, you can't do it on your own strength. In fact, if I think about all the times that I have tried to be brave on my own, it doesn't last very long. I crumble in fear. Uh, But we're, we're called to be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might. And time and time again, we're told in Scripture, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Do not fear. Do not fear. Do not fear. You read it all over the Bible. And so the reality is one of the things we have to remember is that um, sin, that, that fear is sin. Now, there's some concern that's not sinful. If, you, if a snake were to, uh, you know, be right here, uh, be afraid of that snake, right? That, that's, that's good. That's good. There's, there's a sense of you need to run away from that. There's a godly concern there. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the kind of sinful fear that grips our hearts and controls our lives. And probably the first place we need to start is, Lord, please forgive me of this fear. Please forgive me of this fear. I do not want to be fearful. And would you please help me not to be afraid? Because here's the thing. God has given us His only Son. He gave Him up for our sin. And if He has given us His Son, will He not also give us help? As we deal with sin, uh, excuse me, as we deal with sin and fear, uh, if, if we are adopted children of God, will He not, as our loving Father, help us when we come to Him asking for help with fear? Uh, he, he will. He will. Uh, well, let's pray. Uh, Father, we thank You that we don't have to be afraid and help us not to be fearful. Um, Lord, help us to... Um, rely more and more upon you, and to be courageous and bold. Uh, We thank you that you have dealt with the scariest of problems, and that is the one of our sin, Uh, that if we trust in you, that we belong to you, uh, and that we get to spend an eternity with you. We pray these things in the name of Christ. Amen. All right, let's stand and sing our last song. you
The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you His peace. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen.